Welcome to Watch Therefore, the program designed to help the disciple of Messiah Jesus obey His command to watch therefore and be ready, for you don't know the hour of the day your Lord is coming. Coming, descending into the clouds to catch His people up and take us back to that place He's been preparing for us. Do you know what Adonai Yeshua HaMashiach, our Lord Jesus Christ, is doing all around you today? Can you discern the signs of the times? Well, certainly after this episode of Watch Therefore, you will be able to. Remember, watch therefore and be ready. So thankful to be with you for this episode of the program Watch Therefore. I'm going to start off today by reading a passage from Matthew chapter 16 where the wicked religious leaders approach our Savior Jesus. Then the Pharisees and Sadducees came and testing him, asked that he would show them a sign from heaven. He answered and said to them, When it is evening, you say, it will be fair weather, for the sky is red. And in the morning, it will be foul weather today, for the sky is red and threatening. Hypocrites, you know how to discern the face of the sky, but you cannot discern the signs of the times. So here's a question. What happens if you ignore a sign to detour you from danger? For example, a sign that says, bridge out ahead over a chasm that's a 300-foot drop into an icy cold river. What would happen? Well, I think the answer is obvious. The Lord has given His people signs to save us so much trouble and suffering and prepare us for his coming for his people in the clouds in the rapture. Yet so many religious leaders today, not so differently than they did in this passage we just read, they profess to be people of the book, gatekeepers of the truth of God's word, but cannot see what the Lord is doing all around us today. And the Lord calls that kind of scenario, those kind of leaders, the blind leading the blind. And today's program certainly will help you discern the signs of, it, of the times. And to that end, let's have a word of prayer together. Oh, Holy Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, please set this time aside as holy and bless everyone tremendously who's watching today that we might too, in a greater measure, watch therefore and be ready according to your command and your word, Lord Jesus. Amen and amen. So in recent weeks on the program, I've been teaching about the covenant promises of the Lord. And, and certainly all of these covenants are made with and kept through the covenant nation Israel. The predominantly Gentile church is grafted in to their commonwealth and tree of faith. And I'm going to read some passages to establish that because it's very important as we segue into to Bible prophecy 
on today's program in this teaching series. So first we'll look at Ephesians chapter 2, verses 11 through 13. Therefore remember that you, once Gentiles in the flesh, who are called uncircumcision by what is called the circumcision made in the flesh by hands, that at that time you were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. But now, I love that those words, but now, in Christ Jesus, you who once were far off had been brought near by the blood of Christ. Then in Romans chapter 11, verses 16 through 24, you see these two trees. One is the cultivated olive tree uh, the, the Lord has planted, which is Israel. And the root of it is the covenants the Lord made with Abraham, passed to Isaac and Jacob. And of course, the Lord changed Jacob's name to Israel. You can, and, and then the Lord grafts the Gentiles who believe in Messiah Jesus into that tree of faith. That's where that term grafted in comes from that maybe you've heard before. You can read about that in your own time in Romans chapter 11, verses 16 through 24. And then this is underscored by verses 25 through 27. I'll read those quickly. For I do not de desire, brethren, that you should be ignorant of this mystery, lest you be, should be wiser in your own opinion, that blindness in part has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles has come in. And so all Israel will be saved as it is written, the deliverer will come out of Zion, and he will turn ungodliness from Jacob. For this is my what? Covenant with them when I take away their sins. And, and now we're going to see these covenants fulfilled in Bible prophecy. And, and so from Matthew 23, verses 37 to the end of Matthew 24, we see the fulfillment of this age and these covenant promises as the Lord saves a remnant of Israel who believe in him, yes, and we return with our Savior Jesus having been raptured, we're in glorified bodies, oh hallelujah. Let's begin to look at these things and we'll see more in the weeks to come, Lord willing. So first, we're gonna see three things. We're gonna see the Lord proclaiming judgment on his holy city, Jerusalem, judgment on the temple in Jerusalem, and then, though the Lord has cast the Jews from the nations of the world to the nations of the world from Israel, he will then gather the Jewish people back. And there will be a remnant of Jewish people who have survived the tribulation. They'll be in Jerusalem and they will cry out to the Lord. Baruch haba v'shem Yehovah. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Or blessed is he who comes in the name of Jehovah. So, Let's see these three things in Matthew 23. Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the one who kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to her. How often I wanted to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings, but you were not willing. See, your house is left to you desolate. For I say to you, you shall see me no more till you say, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Then Jesus went out and departing from the temple. And his disciples came up to show him the buildings of the temple. And Jesus said to them, Do you not see all these things? Assuredly, I say to you, not one stone shall be left here upon another that shall not be thrown down. And just as our Savior, Messiah Jesus said, the Romans came in 70 AD, almost 40 years after the Lord said these things, destroyed Jerusalem, slaughtered many Jewish people, took many into slavery in Rome. The temple 
was destroyed just the way the Lord said, down to the stones. What do you mean? As the temple was burning, the gold of the temple melted between these huge stones of the temple. The Romans wanted to get to that gold and tore one stone down off of the other to do so. What you can know is when this book, the words of our Savior Messiah Jesus, from Genesis to Revelation, when it says something, you can stand on it. You can stand on it with your whole life. Oh, hallelujah and hallelujah. And, and, and so the disciples, they, they look at the, the temple and they, they, they can't imagine. Look at the buildings of the temple. This temple was well known all around the world. All around the world, this temple was known for its magnificence. And, and with regard to Judaism, it was the place where the Jewish people would, would meet with God at the feast times. And, and their sin would be atoned for for a year at Yom Kippur. And, and when you see that Ethiopian eunuch returning from Jerusalem and Philip uh, meets him at Gaza and leads him to Messiah Yeshua, our Lord Jesus, where is that Ethiopian eunuch coming from? He's coming from that temple in Jerusalem. What our Savior was telling the disciples is this. Everything you know is about to change. Everything you know is about to change. And, and see, today, all around the world, people are saying, we just want to get back to the th way things were. For example, before this virus. Folks, things aren't going back to the way they were. They're not. As a matter of fact, things are going to get worse. Everything you know has begun to change and is about to change in greater measure. But hallelujah, I have some good news. The Lord is sitting on the throne next to our Father in heaven. And he has a plan, a plan of redemption, a plan of glory, a plan to catch us up in that into that place he's been preparing for us. Oh, hallelujah, our eternal life is going to shift gears, but there's going to be some trouble along the way. The Jewish disciples, remember these are nice Jewish boys, they're asking our Savior some questions now. They, they, they know that Jesus is the son of David, who's going to sit on the throne of David in a glorious new temple in Jerusalem. That's the David covenant that we've talked about before, okay? and. That's where we pick up in Matthew 24, 3. Now, as he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately saying, tell us, when will these things be? And what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? And Jesus answered and said to them, take heed that no one deceives you. For many will come in my name saying, I am the Christ and will deceive many. And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not troubled for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. And in the second teaching segment of our program, we're going to pick up right here because the answer to their questions is all around you today. All around you. Do you know that? Do you understand that? Are you discerning that? Oh, may the Lord give us great wisdom and knowledge today and help us to watch therefore and be ready. I want to take a moment to say thank you to those who prayerfully and financially partner with Watch Therefore Ministries. Without you, we could not do this exciting and effective and timely kingdom work. The Lord certainly has raised you up for such a time as this. And again, thank you.
In Matthew 24, our great Savior Jesus speaks of a faithful, wise, and blessed servant who's watching for the Master to come and doing what the Master commanded. My aim for this television ministry and all of our ministries is to make faithful servant disciples of Messiah Jesus who will hear him say to them, well done, thy good and faithful servant. And one of the ways we walk that out is through Romans 1.16, taking the gospel and discipleship to the Jew first and then to the nations. To the Jew first with our ministry, Blessing Israeli Believers, co-founded by our ministry partner, John McTurnan and myself, we're working through our Israeli believing partners who are getting out the gospel, making disciples of Messiah Yeshua, planting believing congregations, helping to save babies from abortion, and also helping Holocaust survivors in the name of Messiah Yeshua and much more. And then to the nations through our ministry poured out for the nations where we're serving in African countries. I personally have served in 10 African countries and in India through one of our believing partners and also in America and through this Watch Therefore telecast all over the world. 200 countries, 200 million homes. And one of the ways you can keep up with what's going on in this ministry is through our monthly Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nation's newsletters. I write about things that will help us to watch therefore and be ready and also news and updates about what's going on here in Israel through our partners and in the nations. Oh, it's an exciting way also to keep up with what you can be praying for, for our prayer partners and what you're giving into for those who sow financially into this ministry. And I wanna talk about that for a moment. And as I talk about financial giving, first I wanna say, as always, if you haven't yet believed in our great savior, Jesus, please don't send any money into this ministry. It's simply our desire that you would be our guest watching the program today and that you would receive Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. And for those who would like to lay up their treasures in heaven, who understand principles of giving and sowing into the kingdom of God, if this is a place the Lord's called you to do so, there's three primary platforms through which you can give. Our Watch Therefore television ministry, blessing Israeli believers, and poured out for the nations. And you can do so through our website, watchtherefore.tv, and also through the post, through snail mail, at our P.O. box by check. And what a great way to lay your treasures up in heaven. Having said all these things, remember today more than ever, watch therefore and be ready. Our King and Savior Jesus is coming for us any moment. Welcome back to the program Watch Therefore. Once again, I'm continuing through the entire Watch Therefore message over a period of weeks and months. And today, at this time, what I'm going to do is introduce the first of four primary sets of signs our Savior Jesus speaks of in Matthew 24 that pertain to his coming back to Jerusalem. And then in later weeks, the fourth sign that also involves the rapture of the church. Oh, hallelujah. And, and, and so what I'd like to do is review, read what we've looked at so far, and then go into verses 7 and 8, Matthew 24, as we look at the first set of signs, the birth pangs. And the birth pangs have within that first set of signs four components as well, which we'll see in just a moment. 
O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the one who kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to her, how often I wanted to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings, but you were not willing. See, your house is left to you desolate. For I say to you, you shall see me no more to you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Then Jesus went out and departed from the temple, and his disciples came up to show him the buildings of the temple. And Jesus said to them, Do you not see all these things? Assuredly, I say to you, not one stone shall be left here upon another that shall not be thrown down. Now as he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately, saying, Tell us, when will these things be? And what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? And Jesus answered and said to them, Take heed that no one deceives you, for many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and will deceive many, and you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. And as we're heading, heading towards verses 7 and 8, we also see here, and we hadn't looked at this in the first part, verses 4 through 6. And, and the things I'm going to share with you are a little different than what is traditionally taught in Bible prophecy circles. For what they say is that wars and rumors of wars are taking place all around us today. I don't think that's what our Savior is talking about. I don't think he's talking about today when he says wars and rumors of wars. Look at this. He says, take heed that no one deceives you. Deceives you. And what he's saying is, there are these things that are going to happen uh, in, in their time, and I'll explain that in just a moment, and then in later centuries that will seem like such trouble that this must mean the return of our Savior Jesus. This must be the end of this age. And, and he gives some examples. He says that there will be false Christs that will deceive many, and there will be wars and rumors of wars. Well, think of this. Of course, the Romans came in in 70 A.D. and destroyed Jerusalem and the temple, as I mentioned a little while ago, but then later, about 65 years later, actually, in Judea and in the Galilee, there was another Jewish revolt against the Romans. And once again, the Romans sent in their legions, and they slaughtered many Jewish people and again took many into slavery and cast them to the nations of the earth. And, and, and in, in the midst of, of that Jewish revolt, there was a man who claimed to be the Messiah. Yes, his name was Bar Chokhba. Bar Chokhba claimed to be the Messiah, and many of the Jewish people followed him. Of course, the disciples of Messiah Jesus did not follow him because they knew the real Messiah is Jesus Christ. And so they didn't follow this false Messiah. And what that did was that created a rift between the, the unbelieving Jewish people in Israel and the Messianic believers in our Savior Yeshua that that is still with us today. That's where the big rift and enmity really intensified between the Jewish people who hadn't received Messiah Jesus and those who had. It was in this time. I believe what the, our Savior is talking about is the things that would take place in, at that time uh, in 70 AD and then later in, uh, in 135-ish AD. And then in every generation, we could look at this and say, wow, all these things have happened. Wars and rumors of wars, false Christs have risen up. But those things didn't pertain to the end. Those were not the signs the disciples were asking about. The signs of our Savior Jesus returning to Jerusalem. And again, according to their understanding of the David covenant, to sit on the throne of David in a new temple that the Lord would build. Okay? And then 
uh, everything. So, so the distinction is, again, is that many prophecy teachers speak of what the Lord is saying here, wars and rumors of wars pertaining to what's going on today. And I don't think it is. I, I think in context, it, what our Savior Jesus is talking about is the things I spoke about just a moment ago. Now, having said that, in verses 7 and 8, that's where everything changes. That's where the signs our Savior speaks of returning His coming to Jerusalem to fulfill what we read about in Matthew 23, that there would be Jews brought back to Israel. There would be Jewish people in Jerusalem who would cry out to the Lord, blessed is He who comes in the name of the Lord. Okay? And, and in verses 7 and 8, that's where we're going to camp the rest of this program, Lord willing. We see, for nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And there will be famines, pestilence, and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of sorrows, which is an old English way of saying birth pangs. All these are the beginning of birth pangs. And, of course, the Bible was translated into the English languages that we have today from, uh, you know, ancient uh, four or five, six hundred year old ancient text and, and so on. And, and so that's where we get that term, the beginning of sorrows. So here are these four birth pangs, these four birth pangs. The first one is, an, is actually an ancient Hebraism. For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And the ancient Hebraism goes something like this. When you see the nations of the world, like in a global war, you're hearing the footsteps of the Messiah. And that's why uh, the great uh, Jewish theologian, Dr. Arnold Fruchtenbaum, wrote his book, The Footsteps of the Messiah. That's why he titled the book with that title. It's from this ancient Hebraism. And the word nation in the biblical ancient Greek is the word ethnos, where we get the, the, the term ethnic group. And so when you see the nations for, uh, fighting in a global war, you're hearing the footsteps of the Messiah, and it pertains to this set of signs right here. And when did this first take place, where there was global ethnic violence like never before? World Wars I and II. And both those wars were very instrumental by the hand of the Lord to bring the Jewish people back from the nations to the promised land. And when we get to Israel and Bible prophecy, which is the third sign, the fig tree generation, all talk in greater detail about that. And so this began with World Wars I and II. And the, the global ethnic violence from that time, and listen, I've watched different series and documentaries and learned a little bit about the history of the world from World War, II, World War I onward. And the world has been at war basically since World War I in ways there's not, there's not a lot of common information about. You have to go looking, at, looking for it. And so both with World Wars I and II combined, you have about the death of about 100 million people. Nothing like it ever before in recorded history. And uh, from that time, then you have uh, the, the, the mass killings and murders under communism, prim communism primarily from the Soviet Union and China. Uh, in, in the 20th century, somewhere around another 100 million people killed. And, 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 and the genocides from the Holocaust, the 6 million Jewish people in World War II, you, the, the Holocaust, and I'll just name a few of the genocides. And of course, uh, Cambodia was also communism with Pol Pot. But in Cambodia in the 70s, it was called the killing fields. About 3 million people were killed in the 80s. 
Bosnia, Herzegovina, many slaughtered. And then in the 90s in Africa, and I go to these places. I have a special place in my heart for these places where genocide has taken place. Uh, and I have friends there in Rwanda, 850,000 Tutsis killed in a hundred days in brutal fashion that I, I, I hate to go into the detail of. And, and then that spilled into the Congo, uh, five and a half million killed. And then Burundi, uh, another half a million. And then later on in Africa, Sierra Leone in Liberia. And even today in Northern Nigeria, it's one of the most dangerous places in the world for Christians as the militant uh, Islamist uh, people group, the Fulanis are killing Christians and, and uh, torturing them and murdering them in horrible, horrible fashion. And then, of course, later on, recently, up here in, in, in uh, Syria, a half a million killed in war. And, and there are biblical wars on the horizon that are difficult to imagine, but the, the scriptures share the details of them. It's horrifying what's coming. Yes, and, and so we're in the time of this, this birth pang. And then the next one is famines. And I don't have a lot of time. I'll just tell you that today... There are more hungry people on planet Earth than ever before in recorded history. And then the pestilences, the diseases, malaria, Ebola, AIDS. I could go on and on and on, but here's one everyone knows of. It's unprecedented, folks. Now the whole world, the whole world, the whole world, yes? And earthquakes are shaking the Earth, and, and that would include volcanoes and causing tsunamis. Listen, folks. We are in this time now of the birth pangs. I, I like the way a person, a person put it. They said this, we have no more time for church games. We have a king that's coming. We have a king that's coming. We have a king that's coming. Are you ready? Are you ready? Have you received Jesus as your Lord and Savior? Do you know that he lived a sinless life to pay for every time we've cursed God's name, lied, lusted, stolen, and much more? Everything. The sin of the world is what he took upon himself on that cross. His innocent blood spilled down that cross and he was buried on the third day. Hallelujah, he rose from the grave. Oh, if you haven't received him as your Savior and Lord, if he hasn't changed your heart, mind, and life, cry out to him today, Jesus, Lord, save me. I'm ready to repent and turn away from my old ways and turn to you and follow you. And if you're doing that, there's information at the bottom of your screen. Contact us. We want to send you some free literature to help you begin your new life in Messiah Yeshua Christ Jesus. Yes. Oh, Father in heaven, bless all of our viewers today and help us to watch their form be ready. These are serious times, but your grace is sufficient. Your love that you have for your people is sufficient. Your love for you that you have for the sinners that you call to repentance and give life is sufficient. Bless all of our viewers today, Lord Jesus, please. Amen and amen and amen. Oh, listen, folks. Now is the time to get real with the Lord. Get right with God by following our Savior Jesus. And more than ever, watch their form be ready. King Jesus is coming for us any moment. Thank you for watching the program today. Watch Therefore is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveforisrael at gmail.com. That's D-O-V-F-O-R-I-S-R-A-E-L at gmail.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website, 
watchtherefore.tv. We are on social media since it is a great tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. You can also find us there at Watch Therefore TV. Until next time, we're watching for King Jesus to return. Watch Therefore and be ready. Slain, he'll come again Our conquering king on that day His sword will go forth To take back and restore